0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Now, if you look at the, we have a black pen or just this color. Oh, there it is. If you look at the top line versus the baseline in Hebrew letters, what you get is the top represents the spiritual and the bottom represents the physical. And so every letter is really a pictorial in Hebrew. It's a picture, and it's letting you know something about how God's interacting with creation. So, for example, if you have the letter Tzadik, for example, the Tzadik looks like this. So you see that Tzadik is very involved. Welcome the tzaddik is very involved with the physical world. You see, um, the word tzaddik means the holy person. No, you got to stay for this little work here. So the tzaddik, the tzaddik represents the holy man or the holy woman in Judaism, the holy person. You'll see that the tzaddik is very in this world. It's the opposite of Eastern traditions where the monk is totally out of the world. In the Eastern traditions, the monk would be just like a yud. you would just be like the letter yud, which is purely floating in air. Whereas the tzaddik's like totally on the baseline. Someone to be a tzaddik has to be married, which means they're going to be having children, which means they're going to be paying for those children, which means he's going to have to work. He's going to have to be involved in the physical world. They're very involved in the physical world. The tzaddik eats... On holy days, not fast. Sadik eats on holy days. Lessons, lessons today. Now, the uh, but the Sadik also is uh, got another yud. It's a nun, the letter nun, and it's got a yud on the side. Now, if you turn it into a, if you turn it into a, someone doing yoga
1: here, mm-hmm.
0: if you turn it into someone doing yoga. You. What you get, really, is someone who's like this. The tzaddik is someone who's totally involved in the physical, but they're, they have this big aperture, this big funnel, that they're funneling in. Whatever's happening spiritually, they're, they're glued on, they're locked on, and that's what we're going to be working on today, is I'm going to teach you the four-letter name of God, so that you can lock on like that. The tzaddik's locked on, but they're totally in the physical world. And so what they put together, I'm just going to block the backlight a little. Okay, I am paying attention to the video a bit. The Tzalik's locked on above, yet his feet are firmly planted on earth and recognizes everything going on down here is coming from up there, and everything that's going on uh, up there is, is what's causing down here. There's an orchestration going on, and, and I am, I'm a funnel for that relationship, taking heaven, br- bringing it down to earth. Whereas the rest of us, we're like yo-yos. We're like yo-yos, let me explain. I, uh, I once, it was Sukkot holiday and I had an etrog that you know I had spent a good you know, four or five hundred shekels on this gorgeous etrog, etrog's a citron fruit. We get into cosmic vegetation once a year on the Sukkot holiday and can you imagine spending a hundred bucks on a citron fruit that's not gonna be worth more than a couple shekels a week later. But I get to show, I'm so excited, it's the first day of the holiday. And there I am with my son. I bought him, you know, a 50 shekel Esrug. Kosher. A mm-hmm. 50 shekel. And I open up the box, and I take out my Esrug. So excited. We just finished the prayers. We're now going into Hallel to shake our lulav for the first time. I'm going to make a Shekheyanu. so excited. And I look at my Etrug, and the piton, the tip, had broken off. Which means it's no longer even kosher. I can't even make a blessing on this thing. And I just burst out crying on our happiest day. And there I am crying and my son looks up at me crying. He's like seven years old. He hands me his etrode. He says, you can use mine, Tati, use my etro." And he gives me his etrode. And here I am with this like 50 shekel etro, hurting throughout the prayers. After the prayers, I go to, we're going around to say good yontav to the Rebbe, to the Hasidic Rebbe, we're all going to say good yontav. When it's my turn to say good yontav, the Rebbe reads my face, and he says, he says, what's the matter? And I said, my pito broke off my estrog. I didn't even get to make a bracha on it. And the Rebbe looks at me and motions to his gabbai, his assistant, and says, bring, bring to my estrog. The Rebbe pulls out an esteric. This is like over a thousand shekel, what's called a Rebisha esteric. It's a Rebbe esteric. And the Rebbe pulls out the Rebbe Esreg and he hands me his esteric, and he says, Yomtef, use this, this Sukkot holiday. This is for you. And gives me his esteric. I burst out crying again. <laughs> this time out of joy. I put it in my, you know, put it in the box, put it in my little blue, you know, shuk sakit, and I shook bag, and I, and I go home to my family for Sukkot. How's it going, ladies? This class is like winning a popularity contest or something. Um, let's uh, just just close the door, and then you'll have a little spot to hang out. Unless that dude's still back there, and no, then he's gone. Okay, that's your area. Now, I get home. My family, when I get home on, on Sukkot day, my wife and my daughters want to shake my assorg. So. I put it on the table, like, you're not, it's not just any Esther. it's the reddest Esther.
1: <laughs>
0: open up the bag, pull out the box, open up the box. Oh, yeah. It's some little kid's, not even kosher Esther. I took someone else's bag. Oh, <laughs>
1: no.
0: I burst out crying. <laughs> oh. I send my, I send my son all the way back to shul, which is like a long walk to go find my Rug, it's not there. The little kid took his bag home, and I don't know who this little kid is. I wrote a note, I put it, next day I wrote a note, I put it in shul, very special Rug in blue bag. Please return it to Yom Tov Glazer. Nothing, day after day. Finally, on the fourth day, I guess some father said to his kid, would you get out your Rug already? Let's shake Lula, you know? And the and the boy is like okay, and the boy pulls out his zserug and he's like, Tati, look, it's
1: a miracle. <laughs>
0: at which point the, the his father looks at the Rebbe's Esser, and he's like, That's young tov's <laughs> Sees the blue bag. He's everyone sees the note and sure. I get a phone call. Come pick up your zserug. I burst out crying.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Comes Shabbat. We pray. Everyone's going to say good Shabbos to the Rebbe. I tell the Rebbe the whole story. He says, "Yom Tov, you're a yo-yo." I said, "What do you mean I'm a yo-yo?" He says, "You come to shul all excited. You find your pitons broken. You discover that I give you I give you an esrog. You're excited. You lose the Esther, You're broken. You get the Esther back. You're excited." But tzaddik's not a yo-yo. <laughs> that Sadiq's not a yo-yo, that Sadiq lives in real time. Now, if you think about it, we all recognize God's running the show, but it usually takes us time. Meaning when you break your leg, you don't notice, but you know, when, you're, when you go to get the cast removed and the guy removing the cast winds up asking you to marry him, you're like, thank God I broke my leg. So you understand we all get it in retrospect. In retrospect, we're all Sadiq. It may take a year or two. You know, this is one of the amazing things about creation, how orchestrated it is, is if you took the 7 billion people on earth today, and whatever they're going through, I promise you, everyone's going through something that they'd rather not be. Raise your hand if you're going through something, even the smallest thing, but there's something you'd rather be on the other side. You wish you were already over it. Okay? So that's all of us, basically. We all wish we were on the other side of something. And so we take all 7 billion people who all wish they were on the other side of something, But if we ask them 10 years from now about that something, what do you think the likelihood that almost all of them would be able to explain why they were going through what they were going through? Aren't we all built out of everything we've ever gone through? And there are people who've decided to make their lives into an absolute destruction because of something they went through. There are people who've done that, and you can ask them 20 years later, and they're still suffering. But... That's, those are the exceptions. Those are the exceptions. And you'd have to get into that guy's and heart to find out why it serves him to have his life ruined by something. Because we don't do anything that doesn't serve us as human beings. They're saying psalms outside. This doesn't mean like jump under your table and it's special instructions. It's- <laughs> No, we're saying psalms for something. Okay, now it shouldn't take you ten years. You want to get into real time where with it, whatever you're going through now, which is building you into who you're going to become. Stop trying to get out of it and start embracing where you're at, and get the growth out of it. Stop trying to get out of it. Stop trying to get out of the growth you got to go through right now. Get in there and grow. But the main thing for us is that is that in the end it's all orchestrated and we can all see that it was meant to be. But the question is can you be in real time? I was once walking in my neighborhood and this old lady who was in her 80s she would she walked like bent over at a 90 degree angle. So she could see the ground in front of her, but she couldn't see much ahead of her And what happened was she was going to the women's synagogue, which has a gate with a lit metal lip on the gate And on the other side of her is the men's synagogue and a man had just walked out of the shul And it was a friend of mine, so I said hi to him She just thought someone was saying hi to her or something So she looked up for a sec, realized it was me and not saying hi to her And and the second she put her, her head forward again, she banged into the gate. She just and she just made this horrible sound. This voice came out of her. And I said to my friend, I, when we we first steadied her and got her into the synagogue because she was like, about to fall over. So we got her to sit down in the synagogue. And afterwards, I said to my friend. My friend said to me, "She said something when she hit the gate, didn't she? Didn't she say something? And I was like, yeah, she did say something." She said Magelli. You know the words of Magili mean? It was coming to me on impact. She's not waiting for a couple months till someone asks her to marry her while he takes off her cast. She was in real time. And that's the tzaddik. The tzaddik recognizes in real time. Whatever is going on is exactly what needs to be happening in my life. Now we're going into the name of God. We were just focusing on the tzaddik. I saw an erasers. Oh, it's okay. So now we're going to go into the name of God and you'll see some very special things. Now we're going to start with the Yud of God's name, and then we're going to put a space, because you're not allowed to put the letters together, and you can't erase them otherwise, so I'll put a little space between each one. The Yud represents the word Chochmah, which is um, which is the absolute total potential in a dot. Everyone say the word Chochmah. Chochmah. One more time, Chochmah. Chochmah is, I'll use English, Chok. Okay? Chochmah is the, it's another way of saying it is Koachma. it is the total potential of all possibility. And that locked into a point, it has no reference to physicality. For you as a human being, it might be the thought, like, I really would like some dairy right now. I feel like dairy. That's Chochmah. I feel like dairy. That could be a million possibilities right? That could be yogurt, that could be a cappuccino, that could be ice cream, that could be pizza, that could be a slice of cheese, that could be a glass of milk, could be a million things. Everything's in there. Everything dairy is in there. So Chochmah is the ultimate ultimate collection of all possibility. That's chokma. It's the ultimate possibility. All potentiality is inside that of God's name. So to take a moment, close your eyes. Take a deep breath release that breath through the breathing only through the nose just so you don't breathe all over the person in front of you okay inhale release your breath I realize some of you are still looking I can feel you looking at me so close your eyes exhaling and now I want you to inhale and hold your breath and hold your breath now I'm focusing on the area between your eyebrows as a single point called huffwa all potentiality. Release your breath. Open up your eyes. And so when you say God's name, when you're saying that we pronounce it Ado and then Noi, which I'll use maybe the term Adne. When we're saying Ado and then Noi, we're going to have in mind that four letters of God's name And we're gonna start with the potential of all possibility included in that point. Not yet fleshed out at all into its details. It is all potentiality in a point. Let's try it again, close your eyes, do Chochmah, close your eyes, exhale. Inhale, hold your breath, focusing on the area between your eyebrows and just focusing on the Yud, let that Yud be right between your eyes. Right, at the forefront of your forehead is that yud, the all potentiality. Release your breath. The next, and every Hebrew letter begins with a yud, because the yud is the potential of all things. So when a, when a when a scribe writes Hebrew, he always starts with the yud because everything's coming off that idea. Everything unfolds from the yud. So now. We have, what is the hay? Still got the yod up there. And the hay of God's name... The hay of God's name... Oh, I know why they're songs. It's the 10th of uh, Tavis. Yeah. So the hay of God's name represents... Dimension represents dimension. So Yud represents the point of all potentiality, and the hay represents the dimension of that thought. So if someone said, "I feel like dairy," the hay would be all those options. If someone says, "I want to build a house," the hay would be, "Well, what kind of house? What style do I want? Do I want Victorian? Do I want a Tudor house? Do I want a uh, a uh, Adobe house? Do I want?" A, do I want two stories, three stories? Do I want a basement in that house? These are all thoughts that flesh it out. In Microsoft, they have youth people who work for them, youth personalities, and they have hate personalities that are the R&D. They take the, they take the ideas of the idea team and then they see if they can figure out a cost-effective way, and including a way to market it, that it would work out for Microsoft in a profit. And those are the hate personalities. Business consultants are hate personalities. I'm personally a yud personality. And I always have a Vuv personality working for me, but we'll do Vuv in a second. But a hey personality is when I go get advice from someone with my business. Now, we're gonna do hey, and we're going to go into the dimension of the thought. Now the yud is just God saying, "I want to create a world. What kind of world? I don't know, but it's God's desire for creating a world. God, all the potentiality of a, of creating the world. Okay, everyone, close your eyes. We can do the yud into the hay. Close your eyes and breathe out. Inhale. Hold your breath. Put the yud between your eyebrows on your forehead. All potentiality is there for creation. Exhale, make sure your eyes are closed. Inhale, hold your breath, and now put the hay where your forehead is. And there is all the details of creation. All the dimension of that original thought. Exhale. Inhale again. Holding your breath with the hay. And now the yud and the hay together, which is God's name, like hallelujah. Yud and hay together. Release your breath. Now open your eyes. The yud and the hay together is the name of God in the supernal higher levels. The next letter is the Vavinhe is how God is more involved in manifesting in the physical world. <laughs> the Yudinhe is completely whole. The Vavinhe are quite broken. You see, everything in creation is made up of names of God. Everything's made of names of God. The wood of your table is made of names of God. The fabric of your clothing, your flesh, everything's made of God's names. But the Yudin He, which stays full, is, which is whole, is not whole in our world because it's broken up into all the objects in the classroom. But there will be a day by Yom HaHu Yi Hashem Echad, which is the Yudin He, that that will be one. Ush Echad, and his name will be one. And his name is how it represents through the Vavin which we're going to. And that's the physical world. Which right now doesn't you can't see the oneness of God in the physical world. Now, the, now that that second hey is called bina. Everyone say the word bina. Bina, bina, and the word bina means the. Oops, did I write Hebrew? Sorry. <clears throat> bina is the left brain. It's your. It's your analytical brain for God. It's all the analysis of how that potentiality will flesh itself out into the physical world. So Chochmah is that point and Bina is the expression of that point. Bina is the the actual details of things. So when I spoke earlier about consciousness, the Chochmah is where we all share. That's the right brain. We all share consciousness. We're all at one with consciousness. Bina is where we differ. Remember I said, but you and I think totally differently? Because your Bina is going to totally do other calculations. My calculations are not your calculations. We will all calculate differently. And that's the mind called Bina. Women should not get confused right now if you've ever heard that you have something called Bini asera. That's a slang way of saying that you have strong intuition. That means you have strong intuition. But that's not the Kabbalistic term Bina. In fact, women probably have stronger hafmah than Bina when it comes to Kabbalah. Meaning they're probably more in touch with their daily consciousness. That's why they don't have to do like handicapped commandments. You know what handicapped commandments are? <laughs> Men's commandments. Those are the handicapped ones, because we don't necessarily get God as quickly as women do. And so women women don't have to do those things because they have that that consciousness is more clear to them. Whereas men are busy calculating even when calculating is unnecessary. Meaning we never know when to stop our calculations. Now, there could be for women that, because they, it could be that during a, any period of time, you may go into a calculating mode and not be able to get yourself out of that calculating mode. But that will usually go away in a few days. Whereas men are going to be calculating when they shouldn't be. And that's being, that's all the calculations, all the details. Now, the Vov... Starts with the Yod. So a vav is just a Yod, only it's been brought into physicality. It has been implemented. The Vav of God's name is the implementation. That is the actual creation from light, meaning God created the world with light energy, with what's called Or Ein Sof, the eternal light. But he shoots that light into existence. Now there's something real coming down the down the creation. That light's being... It's being uh, uh, veiled or, or uh, filtered via th- what's called the olomos, these worlds. World upon world upon world, parallel worlds are filtering it out. Just like if you look at this board in the light here. And there's a light shining onto the board. If I, if I filter the light out, you get the image of my fingers there. You see my fingers there? That image is being created because I'm filtering out the light. So the light, my filtering is what's creating that. So the image of our creation down here is really just coming from infinite light that's being filtered out via these worlds, these parallel worlds. Now, if you turn off the lights, can you you hit the light switch there? It's the top button, yeah. Watch my fingers. See, you thought it was my fingers creating the image. It was the light. The light is the image, and it's my fingers getting rid of the light. Now the light's coming back on. So you thought my fingers made the image. It's the light making the image being filtered by my fingers. Because everything's from the light. If God turned off a light, the filters no longer exist. He's not only the light, he's also the filters. God is everything. Question?
1: Is it
0: considered a transcendent tabernacle, the light
1: that you're talking about that's a burning? Transcendent tabernacle? <laughs> a light construction?
0: Yes. <laughs> now, the Vav takes that original thought and brings it down to physicality. And that's why Yud personalities, those are creative personalities, always have to work with Vav personalities. Vav personalities, just give him the thumbs up to the rabbi. He puts his face in the window until I go like this. That's the one we're feeding for Shabbat. But he'll literally keep his face there for like 20 minutes. That's uh, We're going to feed you. So, the... Uh, listen, the... Oh, Vav personalities and Yud personalities. God created Yud and Vav personalities so there'd be... So the world would actually be amazing. You know, I'm a good personality, but I would get nothing done if it wasn't for me always having someone who works for me who's above personality. Now, I could have been like all those artists out there. Raise your hand if you're more creative. Personality versus the, the um, implementer. Who are the creatives? Raise your hand, creatives. Raise your hand, implementers. We're only given two choices. Okay, let's try again. Creatives, implementers. Okay, but you see it's always half. It's always half and half. And the reason God did that was that we were all going to work together. You see, Van Gogh was a creative. He was an artist who was a creative. He didn't like his ear very much. And <laughs> Van Gogh, he sold his first painting the last year of his life. His paintings are worth millions and people would have paid at least thousands. He would have fed his family his, his and all the people who would have worked for him. He would have fed all these people but instead he didn't get God's creation. We're taught by our sages that the reason God gave us all different personalities is because we're all supposed to be synergizing together. <coughs> there are Yud personalities, there are hate personalities, as I mentioned business consultant types, there are Vov personalities, and there's the final hate person, a totally different personality. We'll get there in a minute. And so I've got a promise for all you creatives. My promise for all you creatives is that you can hire any punk out of college for two grand a month, he'll be happy or she'll be happy to make that money. It's like, what is that, like seven and a half thousand dollars, seven thousand shekels? You can hire anybody for that amount. You might say, for half a year, that'd be $12,000. I don't have $12,000. Go to the bank and ask for it. Here's my promise. If you hire somebody for $2,000 a month to be your vuv, raise of the vuvs if you'd be happy to live in Jerusalem and take $2,000 a month to do, be the vuv of some yud. Raise your hand if you take two grand a month to be the vuv of a yud. Come on, raise your hand. We got him, right here. Yeah? So, and you only started two grand a month. That's the starting salary. Here's my promise. Any yud who hires a vuv for $2,000 a month with a bank loan, unsecured, you don't need to show a bank anything. They're happy to give 12 grand. They don't need to know. Collateral, unsecured, mean you don't need a house to show for it. You need nothing. no They won't ask any questions. You'll set up a situation regarding that. Excellent question. The the Yud personality borrows 12, here's my promise, within half a year, not only will you have paid 12 grand to your above, which means you're feeding your family and theirs, but you will have paid back the loan within six months. In fact, you probably make a deal with the bank that you're only paying back interest after six months. I Meaning if you can't get it back in six months. I Meaning you take it take it for three years and tell them if you get it back in half a year no interest. They won't do that. But It's an idea. Anyway, you'll have paid the guy 12 grand, you will have paid back the bank, and you will have also made whatever money you're making, which will be more than both of the bank and the person working for you. You're not going to pay your Bob more than you're getting. And now you're feeding two families. We work together. That's how it works. And when you get more money, you start hiring. You can get a hay personality working for you. And But before we go on, the Vav is which number? Aleph, Bet, Gimel, Hey, Vav. It's a six. The Vav connects heaven and earth. It's called the Vav of connection. Everyone say, Vav hachibur. Vav, vav ha-chibur. hachibur. The Vav is called the Vav hachibur because it connects heaven and earth. The connects, connections. Think about the word Vav in a sentence. Ze ve What's it mean? And it's connecting one idea with the next idea. The Vav's the connector. In the physical body, the Vav represents the grit the of, Brit of the male. And that's why the male is called a Vav. The male is called a Vav in, uh, in Kabbalah. While the female is called the Zion in Kabbalah, which is seven, he's a six, she's a seven. And the seven represents cyclical completions. You'll notice everything cyclical comes out in sevens. It's the it's the number of wholeness. Whether it's the moon, the weeks, the the reproductive cycle in a woman. Uh, the numbers of uh, the colors of the rainbow, the numbers of the musical scale, and sevens go on and on and on. Sevens are always the completion. And that's what the, the woman is, and that's why she gets along so well with God, who's like a vuv. God, vuv represents a vector. It's, it's asserting. It's the asserter. In the, you got a vuv even in the, the way they show it in, as a male. Has, has, it's like a sword or a spear the male represents the vector the male represents asserting himself on creation ladies you probably don't wouldn't understand this but every man in this room is deeply pained by the fact that no one's going to know who they were a hundred years from now men try to mark every lamppost they walk by it's painful for us that no one will remember us is there anyone in this room who can say one thing any of their relatives did 100 years ago, 200 years ago? It's rare we we'll get. Maybe you got a name. Maybe you got the name of someone, but not one thing he did or she did. Oh, top button, top button. You got it. That was cool. We just turned the lights off for a second that they shouldn't be embarrassed that we don't know anything they did. Women love that we don't use our smartphones on Shabbat because that means they might actually have us. And we're like, I'm I'm literally like, I keep my phone in my shoe drawer on Shabbat, you know, so the alarm wakes me up for Shabbat and Shabbat morning. And I literally, I'll dive back in there. I'm like, oh, sundown's in 45 seconds. Let me shoot off one more thing. Let me just shoot off one more something. Men are crazy. And thank God we put those things down on Shabbat. or You women would have no one to be married to. And our children would have no one to call dad. I was just with a guy last night. Um, and uh, he he had a... Uh, he pulls out... I said, look me up on WhatsApp. I said, WhatsApp, why didn't you answer me? He pulls out a big pad, like a mini iPad. What's the smaller iPad called? I don't know. Smaller iPad. I'm like... That's your phone, bro. It's like, you know, it was like, he's like, no, my, uh, we, we, I took my kids together and we took my smartphone and I took a hammer and I smashed it to, to a believing, I smashed it to smithereens. I do all my social networking and all my business on this thing. And this never leaves my car, meaning when it gets home, it stays in his car and then he goes home. That's done. That's done. I haven't gotten there yet. So, please God. I don't think I'm going to smash my cell phone with a hammer, though. And I think he and I are holding in a different amount of wealth, because he could have bought a new smartphone an hour later. <laughs> now, the... So the vuv is the vuv of connection. It connects heaven and earth. And with the male and the female, you'll notice that 6 plus 7 equals what? 13 which is the numerical value of the word Echad, which is to be one, four plus eight plus one, is to be one with somebody. And it also equals 13, is also the numerical value of love, Ahava, which is one plus five plus two plus five, equals 13 as well. And I guess when Bob Marley was like really stoned and playing One Love, (laughs) Yeah, he got to this, like, one love idea. One love, one heart.
1: Let's get together and feel alright.
0: Anyway, but one and love are connected. And what's amazing is you have to love yourself, meaning you yourself have to be an echad. You have to be one. All those people who think they're going to become someone else, when, meaning they're going to become whole when they get married, they're gonna come in half, and she's gonna make the other half. You know what I have to say about that? Before I before I got married, I was half a man. Now she finished me off.
1: Just kidding.
0: The uh, you can't come in broken. So whoever you marry is not supposed to heal you. You got to come in whole. You come in with thirteen, and when you come in with thirteen, and the and the other one comes in with thirteen, what does it equal? 26, which is the number, the letters of the name of God, which we have up top, which is 10 plus 5 plus 6 plus 5 equals 26. And then you have God between you. And that's why man is called, the man is called Ish, and the woman is called Isha. And what do you see? They both have an Aleph and a Shin, whereas she has the Hay, and he has the yud of God's name, yud and hay. Man and wife are fire, ash, but him with God's yud and her with God's hay. But if you don't have God in your marriage, if you're not, if it's not a godly marriage, what you get is fire and fire. You get fire and fire. Now, this isn't that godly people can't get divorced, but by having God in your marriage, you have a much higher chance of not having fire and fire. Now, the Vav is made of six attributes. It's the number six, and it's made of Chesed, givura, Tiferes, Netzach, Hod, and Yesod. And Yesod is the tzaddik again, because Yesod, the tzaddik, is the one who's pumping everything, pumping everything down from above down to below. So it's made of chesed, which means flow, because God caused that light. Light flows. And that infinite light just went... And it gets filtered through all those filters, which are called gevura. Gevura is the filters, all the worlds. That filter out the light, like my finger was filtering out the light. Tiferis is how much filter, based on the recipient, which will be our final hay. And, the, and then there's the netzach, keeps it going. God didn't just create the world and it stopped. He created the world and it keeps going. That's netzach. Hod is God's focus on the world. That, that The place doesn't scatter. Have you guys noticed our, our, our expanding universe doesn't go into chaos. It goes into order. That's hod. The ordering effect of creation is the attribute called hod. It's the laser beam. Netsok's like a flashlight. The light goes out, but it scatters. Hod is like a laser beam, it collects in on itself. Yisod, we spoke about that, was the tzaddik. Yisod is the connection. Yisod is the USB cable to this world so that you can put it all into dimension. Remember, hay always represents dimension. And then we get the final hay of God's name. And that's called Malchus. That's the final attribute called Malchus. That's the physical world. Like right now, we're all inside God's creation, right? So have you ever seen a children's pop-up book where you open the page and the characters pop up? Look around. You're in the pop-up book. That's the final hey. That's the three-dimensional world we live in. We're inside the dimensional creation that God created all the way to that final hey which is the seventh attribute, which is called Malchus. Everyone say the word Malchus. Malchut. Okay? So we got Chochmah, Bina, Chesed, Gevur, Tiferes, Netza, Hod Yisod, which gives birth to the final, which is Malchus. Hay personalities are showroom people. Like you ever been to an Apple store and all those nice people? Those are Hay's. Tonight, my, I'm running my seminar, I'll have Hay's on the, at, I'm sorry, tonight I'm doing this free event and there will be hay personalities who work with me, they'll be there to give you the warm, fuzzy feelings you deserve when you walk into an event. So those are hay personalities. I can be warm and fuzzy too, but I prefer to be the youth guy and let my the people who work with me be the hayes. So you see that the name of God is the name of success in business as well. It's like, it's the entire, from idea to, you know, what do they call it? Nuts to, soup to nuts? It's soup to nuts. Creation. This is how God creates the world, and it's how you create the world. How you create in your life. Now, uh, we're, we're going to end this session. Is there a cup over there to pass around for the, for the rabbi? Let's grab a cup. Everyone put in something that folds, preferably, so they can eat chicken and stuff. <laughs> when we do change, they, they don't necessarily... They have fish. Tuna fish. So please do that. Anyone else who would like to sponsor a class... Or next week's class, whatever. It's it's around 100 shekels of sponsorship, and uh, much appreciated. Everybody, a guten Shabbos. Rabbi Nechamir is coming up next. Rabbi Neckemeyer is the most. Um, he, he took the O out of orthodoxy. Okay, he's he's the wildest Jew you've ever met. Rabbi Nechamir's class, if you hear it once, like you'll you will love it. But it's really uh, probably one of the most off the wall classes you'll ever hear in your life. <laughs> Uh, he's the most unorthodox, orthodox rabbi in the world. Please, can you guys do me a favor? You just hand out to the male male guys in the class. And can you, you can hand these to a few females? Any of the ladies who want an invite to next uh, month's event?
1: Those of you who need a break, obviously, can take a break. Those of you who do not.